Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Spirited Oreo 0 and says, Am I the asshole for not giving my brother a place to stay? A little backstory is important here. I, 25 female, am the youngest of four, and my parents' only daughter. My two oldest brothers, 37 male and 35 male, are the best. My other brother, 33 male, we we'll call him Adam for the story, literally hates my guts and always has. He's always hated how much attention I get from my dad, even though he gets babied by our mum. He would torture me when I was little by locking me in the closet or sitting on me until I couldn't breathe. I was sort of a brain in school and Adam bullied me constantly for it. I finished high school when I was 16 and I now have three different degrees. I'm a private financial advisor and I've done well for myself. My two oldest brothers both own their own businesses and they have a comfortable life. Adam did not go to college, even when my parents offered to pay for it, and he is a bartender. He has never moved out of our parents' house because he spends every cent he makes. He's never paid bills either. He got fired from his fifth bar last week for being drunk during work. My parents wanted to have a family dinner, but I was reluctant due to Adam always berating me and making fun of me. My dad said he really wanted this, so I gave in. When we were all at our parents for dinner, my mother brought up the idea of Adam living in one of my rental properties. I only have two and, and one a family lives in and the other a woman and a daughter about to move into. They both are occupied. I explained this to my mother and Adam suggested I just break one of their leases and let him move in. I told him no. He asked why and I said it was wrong and he also isn't responsible so I don't trust him to pay the rent on time. He laughed and asked, why he would need to pay rent. I told him to drop it, especially if he was expecting a free ride, but he kept pestering me and trying to persuade me. I finally told him it wasn't my responsibility to care for him and he needs to figure it out. I also told him he has never been kind to me, so he shouldn't feel entitled to anything. My mum started yelling at me, saying I was disrespectful and I need to help when family asks. Ugh. I told her she created this monster so she can deal with it. I left shortly after. My mum and Adam have been blowing up my phone, calling me every name in the book. My dad and my other two brothers are on my side. Of course, Adam is telling anyone who will listen, my dad is just backing me up because I'm his favourite and continuing to call me names. The drama is starting to mess with me and I just want peace. He sent me a text saying that I don't know what it's like being the black sheep and I should help him when he's down because that's what family does. I need an unbiased opinion. Am I the asshole for not giving him a place to stay? But Blueberry says, oh no, I've been in this situation. Your parents are sick of him. They don't want to deal with him anymore. Once he's in your rental home, he's going to be your responsibility. Do not do it under any circumstance. 
You should emotionally detach from all of this. Who cares who's on whose side or who says what? They are all trying to make him your responsibility. And you are not his parent or even a close sibling. It's manipulation. And once you emotionally get to a place where you legit don't care what anyone has to say about it, then they'll figure out the great plan of dumping this grown-ass man into your orbit so they can all relax. And he'll be your problem. It's not going to work. It will go away. You're a smart woman. Continue being smart. You know you aren't the arsehole. Just stay strong. Not the arsehole. Nakin Penguin says not the arsehole. His unhinged reaction just proved why he'd be an awful freeloading roommate. The fact that he never treated you well isn't going to change overnight under your roof. I see him being even more insulting and cruel when things don't go his way, or you ask him to clean up after himself. Your mum can pound sand too and kick a rock. She never took him to ask when he was a bully to you at a younger age and continues to cater to him now. She can house him on her dime. Beautiful Phantom says not the arsehole. Just because they are family doesn't give them the right to take advantage of you. Your parents have enabled Adam to be a bum in their house up until now. And they're the ones that need to deal with the fallout, not you. Block Adam from your phone and tell your mother you'll do the same to her unless she stops. You don't need to know what it's like to be a black sheep, as that isn't what Adam is. He's a bum who's never done anything to improve his circumstances or help himself. You have rental properties for the purpose of collecting rent and gaining equity. If he can't pay, he doesn't have the right to live there, and your renters have the right to maintain their current leases. So Opie does come back in to update the post and says, I want to thank you all for the kind and supportive comments. The past two weeks have been a huge roller coaster for my family. What I didn't mention in my first post was that I always felt weird about how protective my mother is of Adam. In my opinion, she took every opportunity to isolate him, but when I tried to talk to him, he'd lash out. My older brothers feel the same way, but when they'd try and talk to Adam, he'd get angry. My two oldest brothers and I were hanging out at my place when I heard banging on my door. There was Adam and he was wasted. I let him sleep it off in my guest room and told him he'd have to leave when he sobered up. I went into the room after a few hours to check on him and he was crying. He said our mother supplied him with alcohol and always does when he's home. He kept apologizing to me and sobbing. My brothers came in and my oldest brother told him he needs to be honest and tell us what's going on. Adam admitted our mother has been treating him like her boyfriend since he was a teen. That's when she started giving him alcohol. It all clicked for me. Our dad worked constantly so he wasn't home and my mum would always say Adam was being punished for something while my brothers were allowed to go out. My mum would let me watch movies in my room all night long and she'd disappear. Adam said she'd make him cuddle with her and have dinner with her like it was a date. She'd discuss her and my dad's marital problems with him. If he didn't comply, she wouldn't let him leave the house at all and she'd continue to lie and say he was being punished. She told him over and over how none of us would believe him, so he never felt safe to tell us. She went as far as to steal from our dad and blame Adam, so our dad always thought Adam was dishonest. He said she never did anything sexual to him, but apparently that's why she wanted him to have my place, so they could be alone. He said she told him what to say to me and he made the statement about rent on purpose so I wouldn't do it. We hugged him for a long time and he just cried and apologized. My siblings and I were seeing red at this point and we all agreed Adam needed to tell our dad. We invited my dad over and we stood with Adam while he told our dad everything. Our dad hugged Adam and kept apologizing to him and said he'd handle it. I don't know exactly what was said to my mother but she moved out and is living in a hotel. My dad has already filed for divorce and she is not fighting him. 
We tried to talk to her, but she told us all to go to hell and that we took her one good thing away. She also said Adam belongs to her and she can do what she wants. It's taken everything in me to hold it together because she destroyed my brother with her crap and destroyed our relationship with him. Adam said he just wants to get better and he wants to be a family with us. I can't lie. I was really happy and we're all so proud of him. He hasn't taken a drink since that night and he's currently in rehab. When he's done, he's going to move into a condo my dad is trying to buy. My dad is selling the family house, so he will be living with Adam so he isn't alone. Adam gets to call us every day and he always wants to talk to me. It's like we're getting to know each other for the first time and it's been great. He keeps apologizing to me, but honestly, I've already forgiven him. I know this wasn't the update anyone was expecting and I'm still in shock. I'm not going to update anymore. I'm just going to focus on our family's healing and hopefully we can all be in a good place one day. Oh my word. I certainly wasn't expecting anything like that at all. It left me incredibly sad for Adam and, and for all of you. And I'm glad he was finally able to speak out on the abuse that he's going through and that he's getting the help that he clearly desperately needs in this situation and it's really tough because like in the comments on the first post it certainly looked like it was going down this path of you know an entitled brother and the mum just trying to get rid of the son and get him out of the house but then we find out this this whole big twist in your lives there was all sorts of suggestions in the last post possibly you know no contact with the brother and so it could have went all different ways but i'm glad that you opened your door to your brother in that night when he turned up to you wasted and and all I can say is I really wish you all the best going forward. I imagine it's going to be a tough, long road, but I do wish you the best. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents... The anime effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't, right? Hold now. it in. And our current faves. And Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And our next story, before we do get into it, I do want to give you a warning that it does contain talk of gambling addiction. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. And it does come with an update as well. It's from Confusion889 from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit saying, Am I the Arsehole for putting a tracker in my wife's car? Wife and I have been together for 25 plus years. 
and she's always done the bingo thing with her mum. I have no problems with that and they've been doing it for years and years. Maybe once or twice a month, again, no problem. Her mum has always been a gambling addict and it caused the divorce of her first husband. She wiped out her second husband's bank account within a couple of years. I've always been a bit leery on the whole gambling thing. I've seen it destroy families. Her mum lives with us now. 15 years ago, I worked out of town and state a lot, so she's always had control of our joint banking account. My checks were auto deposit, so never really broke down our bills as I should have. After I kept pressuring her to tell me where all our money was going, she broke down and told me she gambled it away at the casino. Slot machines. Big fight. At that point, I got a separate checking account, so at least the bills would be paid on time. I make a bit more than she does, but I pay most of the bills and I'm able to save up the money every month. This has never been sustainable though. Since any surprise bills, we have two teen kids, it's always me that pays for them. She is broke every month. When we're going over our tax returns, it turned out she owed 6k in taxes all from the casino. We went over the whole gambling and financial problems again and she shook my hand and promised that she would stop. Fast forward a few months, I brought a tracker online. One that I put on my tractor. I let friends borrow it and I want to keep track of it in case it gets stolen. And the kids' car since they're turning 16 soon and I want to keep track of them. I the tracker for a few weeks and decided to try it out one day. I threw it in the console of my wife's car just to see how the app works. She took off with her mum before I could tell her and she texts me they were heading out shopping. Well, they went straight to the casino instead. I wasn't mad but was definitely concerned. I felt guilty for spying on my wife so I took it out and never said anything. However, curiosity killed the cat and I threw it back in her car a few weeks later. This time on purpose and hidden. It's been a couple of months and they've been at the casino at least twice a week. Not the bingo hall but the actual casino. I confronted her again today when she asked for money for kids gymnastics. I asked her how her gambling issue was going and she denied she's back to gambling. I gave her many outs and she wouldn't admit it. So I then told her about the tracker. Now she's furious that I tracked her and she threw out the D word. Sorry, this post is all over the place and I'm super nervous. We've been together for 25 plus years and I'm freaking out. Hope he adds a little bit of relevant info below it and says to clear up some info, my wife and two daughters already track each other on their iPhones. They always know where everyone is except for me since my phone is a shitty Android that doesn't connect with their phones. I work construction so my phones don't last long. I just replace it because it's cheap and I don't need anything fancy. The tracker I bought was just for tracking the vehicles, if they were stolen or if something bad happened and my wife couldn't contact them through their phones. And yes, I would have told him if it was there. Yes, I should have confronted her about it the day I was testing out the tracker. Huge mistake and it led me to being a creeper. I can't deny that part. I think I was just hoping it was a one-off white lie and not a normal thing. But we'll start off in the comments with Space Jesus is here who quotes she threw out the D word and then says pick it up, run with it and slam dunk it. How are you going to build a life for your kids and then retire if she's gambling away all your money? Those kids will have college to pay for. You want to stop working one day. Are you on track to do either if your wife keeps gambling? What if you wait to divorce her until she starts racking up debts you don't know about that you'll be legally responsible for? Addiction is simple if not easy to deal with in a partner. Either they get serious help and monitoring or you leave. Trying to save an addict who doesn't want to change is a fast track to self-destruction, not the arsehole. 
Austin Native 2 says, when gambling is an addiction, it can only be dealt with if the addict wants help, right? Your wife is going regularly with a known addict and lying about it. It's also affecting your family's finances. She obviously has a problem. And it sounds like she has no intentions of dealing with it because she needs the rush. So what now? You're at a tough fork in the road and she can threaten divorce all she wants. She won't have the money to live and she'll still be responsible for her mother. Her life and living situation will get worse with every trip to the casino. She needs your supplement income. The Kraken says, not the arsehole. Lock down your credit and your kid's credit now. Request credit reports for yourself and your children. Scrutinize them. See if she's taken out any loans or credit cards in your or your kid's names. I know you don't want to get a divorce, but if she is going to continue this habit, how would you go forward with a spouse you cannot trust? A spouse who is going to bankrupt your family? If she's willing to make changes, seek counseling. Add herself to lists of gambling addicts so she'll be turned away at the casino. Then maybe... I can see a way forward for you two. Maybe. But if she has no interest in ending this devastatively destructive behavior, your first duty is to protect your kids. And yes, that includes from their own mother. I'm so sorry you're going through this. My heart goes out to you. And we have one more comment from Sebi2G who says, Not the arsehole. Addiction is no joke. And if she is unwilling to be accountable for her actions, she will never change. The lies, accusations, and excuses will keep coming and you and your kids will be left with a bill. I'm really sorry, man, but it may be time to really evaluate your relationship or at the minimum, set out what she needs to do to ensure you can get through this. Things like cut off her mum, who sounds like a terrible influence. No more gambling. Transparency on all banking between you and her. But also, don't forget to ask what support she needs from you. So... OP does come back in to update the post and says, not sure how to bump this at the top, can't add any more to my post. Well, we had the fight. At first, it was mostly her on the attack for all the things I do wrong that pushes her to the casino. I expected this and was able to turn it back around and keep the focus on the gambling. Long story short, lots of crying and opening up. I told her that she was the one person in this world that I trust the most and she's also the person that lies to me the most. That was the breaking point and a long vulnerable discussion about where we are in our marriage and where it's going began. It's been a long time since we've had one of those. She agreed to open up her finances so we can figure out what to do there. I have no idea how much we're in debt but it sounds like quite a bit. Hopefully it's manageable. We're going to see a marriage counsellor and she also agreed to go to a gambling addiction counsellor. Mother-in-law is probably moving out. Granted this is just the beginning and who knows what will happen down the road, but it's a start. I'm pretty exhausted. We'll see how things are tomorrow. Thank you all for the opinions and advice. I'll try to read them tomorrow. I guess I don't care if I was the arsehole anymore. It just had to be done, and I have no regrets. I worked with a, a gambling addict once. Um, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. I feel like I say that a lot in these stories, and... Basically, he would never listen to me, no matter what I said to him about, you know, the way that he he gambled on these machines and you try to make him see light. And it's just the mental gymnastics he went through to convince himself about it was just astounding, really. I've never been to like a casino, but like occasionally we go to lunch and there was like a little a betting shop that had these uh, like slot machines, but the more modern ones, touch screen and all that kind of stuff. And 
I, I, I only watched him play it a couple of times and I could see there was a problem almost instantly. Like literally he would put like a 20 pound note into the machine and he would play like, I think it was like 10 pound a spin or something like that. And it was like, Jesus. And then he would get more money out and he would convince himself that if he changed the stakes on the machine to like a, a lower stake, played it a couple of spins, then put it back up again, it would win. And then if it didn't, he'd have an excuse and oh, someone must have, you know, cleared this machine up recently or something like that. Or he'd say the guy behind the desk is making it so he can't win. He's holding down a button so, you know, he can't win. And I was like, I used to say to him, it doesn't work like that. But he'd just say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like sort of a pro at this kind of thing. And I'd often go home thinking about this guy and the way that he gambles and how you can get it across to him. And just like nothing ever worked. It's really quite sad. It still makes me sad now, actually. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So please never forget that you are absolutely amazing. Keep on being amazing, you cheeky so-and-so. And I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love to you. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in the spare crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care uh, You just don't, still selling false hope Cause you just don't care House, 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 feel, feel If we talking to a uniform, who the real? You know we in the deep south, so let's keep it real This is what they used to mob, let's drag and kill I never made the party cause I felt the paper bag Gotta get this money cause you know I never had it I'm feeling like my dude, the way I carry my baggage This.